I feel like regardless if I do a lot or I don't do anything at all, the weekends and weeks just go by so quickly. Your birthday's coming up. It's very close. It July is. 22nd, big 24. What what are the plans? What do you got going on? So my mom's making Pinky's Famous chocolate chip pancakes, and they are so good. And everyone has been after me, like, we want your mom's pancakes. And then my dad is making, like, his – he makes really good skillets, like egg skillets. So he's going to make that. And then, of course, I'm in charge of all the alcohol. So – I want to get a shit ton of stuff and make a huge Bloody Mary bar and then have like freshly squeezed orange juice and champagne. So excited. That sounds unreal. I love how you go all out. Your family does such a good job with the menu, setting things up, helping out one another, divvying up the tasks. I feel like it's always just me. My family's really not good at that. They rely on me, my sister to set the agenda, get the supplies and be creative. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The mimosa idea came from what you set up for, I can't remember if it was your sister's birthday or Mother's Day, but I Mother's Day. I was like, I need to do that. By the time this episode airs, it won't be a surprise anymore, but we're having a surprise send-off later today for our friend Carrie. Carrie thinks that it's just myself, her, and Kate on her roof. We told her to come at 5.30. I'm going to be over there at 5 to help set up everything. And we have invited a variety of different people. Not a lot of people are in the city right now, but we have asked them to come between the window of 7 and 11 p.m. tonight. Really what's going to happen is all these people are just going to come in at different times. They may stay the whole time. They may stay for 15 minutes. They may come for five minutes. And all these people are just going to pop up and say hi and she has no clue. I love that you guys are doing that. I think that's such a smart way. I went to happy hour on Thursday with a couple of friends and I was a little nervous because this was my first time being in public and going to a place that's pretty busy usually in the summer but they took my temperature when I arrived and they made sure you wore a mask we go up there no one was up there Anika it was crazy we were trying like it was sunny so it was about 6 30 still sunny out and Kate is fair skin so we were asking can you put the umbrella down and so they said they can't so we started moving the chairs a bit and they're like no 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 you can't move the chairs they're six feet apart it's set up in a certain way whoa i love this i appreciate this there is no one up here it is so great to see that they're taking all these measures and paper menus six feet apart and i i just loved it first question how did they take your temperature like was it using one of those temperature gun type things The temperature gun. So I actually didn't even know they were taking my temperature. I had to ask Kate. I said, Kate, what did they do to my hand when I walked in? (laughs) I'm not kidding because I haven't been out, Anika. I've been hibernating, as you know, pretty much for the last four months. My second question was, did they give you guys like plastic cups and stuff? Because that was was one thing I found when I went out to dinner here for the first time was – They gave everything in plastic cups and it felt weird, but it also felt safer. Yeah. So I completely 
am a fan of the plastic cups and the paper straws. So I ordered a Frosé. I feel like you can't rely on the websites right now. People are operating day to day, minute to minute, if they want to open, if they want to close. And our server actually said, I wasn't actually supposed to work tonight. We weren't even supposed to be open tonight. But then last minute. So that's probably why, right? People may have been turned away. Paper menu, the plastic cups, and the paper straws, which again, aren't good for the environment, unfortunately, but it still felt safer. I'm actually curious to see how all of this, these paper products are going to affect the environment because it's so interesting, right? Because first there was a push for using all reusable items. Restaurants were doing it. Even Starbucks is doing it. Like it was like all of these different companies were starting to shift to reusable. Everyone is eating and drinking yeah. in the streets, right? There's no indoor dining. They just did phase three. So it's really, really nice to see how serious they're taking it. Ruby's, one of my favorite restaurants in the city, had a couple of chairs outside set up and they had plexiglass barriers in between each one of the seats. Yep. So you were essentially in your own bubble. It was all outside. And if you look at the restaurant inside, you could see only the workers. Wow. That is awesome. I feel like restaurants have gotten really creative in the way that they're doing it. And it's good because it allows people to still be social and go out and do what they want to do, but in a safe way. Yeah. And today I'm going to Central Park again, doing a lot of very outdoorsy things. It's really nice. It's obviously so hot, but compared to Florida, it was so humid down there. But I will say when I went on a run this morning, I was so excited to just be back. I was wearing a mask. I was really trying to wear a mask the whole time. And sometimes it's difficult, but there were so many people out there. And it was like eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. That is kind of early for me. Usually I'd be sleeping in because I'd probably go out Friday night, Mm -hmm. but no one's going out. There's no place to go past like midnight here. It's so true. It's also what I have found is that in the summer, people tend to run earlier. And I feel like everyone kind of in cringes on our space because you and I are year-round early workouters, but it's just that in the summer, if you work out at like noon or one and you're trying to run outside, it's scorching hot. Like at least if it's seven or eight a.m., you have more. It, it's honestly easier to breathe because the air is not that bad. Hopefully, Amanda, this will help ease your mind. I actually just got this. There's this thing out that's called coronavirus risk level by activity. Level huh. two, which is it's one to nine, nine being the worst, one being the best is going for a walk, run, or bike outdoors. Did you find that most people were wearing masks or no when they were running? A lot were. So that's like where I was actually surprised and really happy. Yeah. It's hard to breathe a bit, right, when you're running. It depends how fast you're running. For me, I'm not like a super fast runner, but for you, who's more of a sprinter, I could imagine it's more difficult to breathe. But then when I would, you know, pull it down – I'd be so sweaty, like my face dripping yeah. all over the place. And I don't want to touch my face. And I actually asked my dad this. I said, what do you do when you start sweating? He's like, I use my shirt. We, my shirt is usually tied to my chest. It's not something, I'm not wearing like a big shirt. Um, if I like pull up my shirt, I'm going to have to like kind of strip. I don't know. That's a sight I'm sure people wouldn't hate. I mean, there's like families on the West Side Highway, Nika. <laughs> I don't want to expose anyone, but this is my idea. So just want to put it out there. An armband where you can use it on your runs and it has your cell phone included. It has un- 
limited mass that you can just dispose after a one-time use. And then underneath it is wipes or something, yeah. some type of cloth towel. But yesterday, I was on a walk with a friend. We had masks on, got coffee. And I was planning to go to Belfry's later in the day, which, oh my God. Oh my God. Was it not amazing? What flavor did you get? Double truffle. Oh Holy God, shit. So Holy shit. I didn't know what to do when you got I didn't know where to go. It was raining. I, I forgot my umbrella. My phone was dying. And I was a shit show. It was like really comical. My plan was to go and sit in a park. But then it started raining. So the grass was wet. And there were also a lot of homeless people in the park. So I went to Westville and I sat down. All of a sudden, the staff like brings me a water, brings me a menu. And I'm like, whoa. I just wanted to sit here for a second because I felt safe. So I ordered a glass of champagne and just started sipping on champagne. It was amazing. And I was FaceTiming you during this. No one could know who I was. I was wearing a mask. I was wearing a hat and I had glasses. I looked like a spy agent. But what do you do when it rains? Well, that's the thing. You literally can't go any anywhere. Like you have to bring an umbrella at all times. Honestly, in the city, I wasn't out enough to even need to bring an umbrella. However, I totally can imagine how that's a struggle. It was a struggle. Yeah. And I mean, even think about the restaurants that are outdoors. We just talked about this. What do they do when it rains? I know. That's the thing. Like, I do feel like it's going to be so up and down for all the restaurants and the way they get their business. Like, it's basically a fully weather dependent model now, which sucks. I have to tell you this story. So yesterday morning, I'm going on a walk and I was FaceTiming Jasmine. And then all of a sudden at like 1130, it starts insanely downpouring and I'm like a mile and a half away from my home so I'm like hey, you know what I'm just gonna like camp out under this tree it'll all be fine I'm not that worried so I just camp out on the tree keep talking to Jasmine and then all of a sudden I see my mom drive by and I'm like wait where the fuck is my mom going my mom has no clue that I left the house and I'm like mom mom and I'm like trying to yell at her so she took me home and I was like I am a kid and so embarrassed oh my goodness okay well let's let's bring it back to when I was living at home so when I would go on runs, and the rain here is very different than Florida. So when it rains in New York, it rains for like five seconds, and it's like drizzling or maybe a little bit longer. But in Florida, it rains five, ten minutes, and it downpours. So I was fine. I didn't get soaked yesterday when I didn't have my umbrella. But if I'm in Florida, boom, drenched, soaked. It looks like I just jumped in a pool. <laughs> so once I went on a run and all of a sudden it randomly started raining out of nowhere because that's what you call a sun shower. My dad texted me, Amanda, do you want me to come get you? It's raining. And sometimes it'll be raining faster at my house than it will be where I am on my run. And my dad is also really active, actually. I don't know if I've told you this, but he walks every single morning, every single morning at like 630. And he's done that his like whole life since I've known him, which is awesome. That is really cool. Thinking about these times and how they're so insane, the mask thing, restaurants outside, and you can take this idea, feel free, but I, I haven't really been taking pictures over the past four months because I honestly haven't done anything, but I think this is monumental times, and one day I want to show my children, I want to make sure that they can see like what we went through because this has definitely been the hardest thing and testiest thing I think the world has gone through oh, for sure. um, in, in quite some time. When we first started, Ellen was saying that 
she wants to make videos so she, so she can be like a primary source for her grandchildren. And I kind of yep. laughed at her. And now I'm like, wait, that's kind of a really good idea because this is definitely going to be something that our like grandchildren learn about. And they're like, oh my gosh, grandma, you're being so dramatic. The whole world did not shut down. And we're going to be like, no, it actually did. And we've talked about this. We started this podcast Honestly, the second week of quarantine, maybe, because we had time. We always had wanted to do this, and we had time. We're not going to do this forever, right? Like, we're going to have to quit this at some point. Um, Who knows when that point will be, but I think we can look back and be like, that was really that was a really good idea like I'm happy we did that and we can even maybe listen to some of the episodes like I don't know how long they stay on so true that's actually such a good idea like I don't think that podcasts ever really leave unless you purposely turn them out there's so many out there we're doing this for fun this is a fun activity this is really nothing serious at all and I'm sure some people make fun of it I'm sure people think we're weird but honestly I don't really care. <laughs> I know. Mine, like, my parents actually always talking about this. They're like, oh, what's your favorite thing about it? And I'm like, it's honestly just like Amanda and I are talking and someone's recording the conversation. For some reason, you and I have even gotten closer throughout quarantine, probably because of this podcast. Oh, and yeah. I know everything that's going on. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's like, I don't really care if people are, if people don't love it. If- you know me, Anika. I'm always asking for feedback and my sister like hates that word. (laughs) So I, we always are asking our friends, like, what do you think? I even have asked people to like, listen before we publish. Like if there's anything we should take out, we realize the audio sometimes is shit because I'm sorry, we're not in the same room. We've gotten microphones, which is exciting. That's like a little step up, $40 microphones. Everyone is going through the hardest thing and everyone is being tested and everyone is handling it differently, but by sharing perspectives, it puts you into check. Okay, Amanda, reality check. You don't have it that bad. You don't have this to worry about. It's just oh, yeah. you right now. You're not being locked down to a certain place. All this is temporary. Like all those things. I'm like, wow, actually I'm doing okay. I know. I totally agree. And like the last thing I'll say about this is that my friends from home who we love listening because it feels like we're just talking to you guys like it feels like we're just in the room and we're all part of a part of a conversation and i know personally sometimes i'll be listening to this and i'll kind of forget that i'm listening to a podcast and you'll ask the question and i'll answer because <laughs> i forget that we're not talking people are listening right now listen we're super friendly inclusive people if you want us to talk about something if you want to come on like seriously don't be scared we're not spending time like writing down things like i know a lot of podcasts that are probably people that do that for a living you have to be scripted you have to be funny you have to make a mark and your income is based on the podcast that's not this for us so we're very non-scripted very rarely do we have like anything more than maybe like a couple of bullet points for this episode Which i don't have any bullet points it's not even yeah. like to them yeah. it's just yeah i mean it's very natural one thing perhaps that people don't realize is it does take time and I don't know how people do it professionally is that what you even call it professional podcasting podcaster but like we were just talking about this before we started recording but we cut our episodes down to less than 30 minutes sometimes when we have guests on we have like two to two and a half hours of content Amanda and I switch off who takes the first pass and then someone takes the second pass and then Amanda usually takes the final pass because she's a lot more creative than I am but it works but it takes time which is why like when we have the time we try and just get 
content together because otherwise we're scrambling at the last minute. For the Instagram account, we both have access. I do the stories and you do all of the Instagram posts, like fun fact. For me, like that's got to need through like this crazy time. and one word to describe your life right now. Okay, my name is Carrie Freeman. I am 25. My relationship status, I am in a relationship. Um, Where am I quarantining? So I don't want to get shit for this because it's later on, but I have been quarantining in a few places. I'm getting there solely by a personal car, so I'm (laughs) being safe. But I have been between New York City, Westchester, Connecticut, and the Hamptons, which has been pretty nice. And one word to describe my life right now, I am going to go with chaotic. I'm kind of jealous, Carrie, that you've been in four different places with the help of a personal car and a personal driver. (laughs) I've been in one place, so I'm definitely very jealous of that. But let's kick it off, Carrie. We're so excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to be talking about like settling down and also just discuss how you're doing today. What are you doing now in terms of your job, occupation, school, and what have you been doing since college? Okay. For the past three years, I have been working in clinical research as a clinical research assistant at a hospital in New York City. So it's a pretty cool job. I literally just run clinical trials for different surgeries and things like that in the hospital, working with patients and in the ORs. I actually recently left that job about a week ago because I am going to medical school this month or next month. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I am going to be a doctor and go to medical school now for the next four years. It's just like a little daunting and I think anyone who goes to grad school can feel that way but I am excited I'm really excited for this next chapter it's been something I've been like looking forward to and striving for for a really long time I will never forget always seeing you in man library (laughs) always there before me every single Saturday or Sunday morning I was there you were always there some dark times in man library for sure. I think I like spent the overwhelming majority of my time there at Cornell. Yeah. And MCAT studying was a bitch. Big shout out to you two and also all of our friends because I was like in isolation. Then when it was finally done, we had so much fun and you guys kept me safe. Wine tour. Wine tour. Wine tour. Throwing it back to Man Library. I have another question. (laughs) What do you miss most about college? And if the answer is Man Library, I will be really disappointed. So please be a little better. The answer is not Man Library, though I do miss it at times. I honestly, I miss college a lot, and I cannot believe that it's been three years since we graduated. But I kind of think the thing I miss most about college was just having my friends with me at all times and, like, the camaraderie. 
And even though we have so many friends in New York City and we do see each other often, I just feel like college, you guys were always, like, we were all always together, whether it be, like, eating, going to class, studying, like, going out at night. Like, it was just so nice to feel like I had someone. It was so easy. It was. So just walk across the street. Exactly. It's like, even to Jason. you're like, no, no, I would literally just walk across the street, like walk down College Ave one block. You just take it for granted. I complaining, walking from College Town Plaza to 140, being like, this is so far. It was literally <laughs> a seven minute walk. Literally. My nemesis. Slide down that on an icy Friday night. Remember when people were like, who's Jason? Like literally when we yeah. had to request rides from the fraternities. Spoiler alert, like- Jason is a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> from the time that we were in college to the time I guess now, how far would you say you've settled down this far? Um, okay. So like, what's I, the settle down scale? Yeah, like, okay. I'm going to give like myself from where I was in college to now, if I was like, I feel like my senior year was pretty wild. So if I was like a nine, I would say I'm probably like a three or a four now, which I'm like both sad and proud of all at once because I am just one so much less fun than I used to be and I just can't drink and hang like I used to which is really disappointing for me <laughs> but you were a wild child I know, Carrie I don't think we can like it's because when go you break the out the man finally after like 12 hours like you gotta let loose you gotta absolutely it's the only hard. way to do it it's the only way to get through college it literally is so I feel like that but also I think I've settled down. I mean, I don't know relationship wise, but I guess I've been in a pretty long term relationship now, like almost two years. And I don't know, I think I've settled down in that way. And also just like, I think I've definitely matured since college. But going back to your relationship and Nico, why don't you tell us how you met Nico? I think you guys both know already. Do we have to do this? Yeah, but our listeners <laughs> don't know. Our friend group all rented a house in the Hamptons for Labor Day weekend in 2018 we had a lot of fun we like we're pre-gaming we went to talk house shout out talk house best place ever in the hamptons he's a med student he goes to medical school with one of our good friends kate and he and some friends met us up there that night um and we basically just started talking and hanging out he came back to the house with all of us and um hung out we exchanged numbers and then we just kind of started talking and seeing each other from there even before that i remember these three or four random guys came to our house with like 17 girls and it was so awkward. Does anyone else Wait, remember? 17 girls? It was a lot of girls. They came with girls? No, no, it was us. We were the girls. Oh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. Nico says I was like the one girl who didn't say hi to them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what did it. So you heard it here first. Don't say hi. Definitely said hi and nothing no, happened. <laughs> play hard to get you know this is how you want to meet your man in the hamptons like people get share houses people get all these different things just to meet a man in the hamptons and i have not been able to do that and you have so congratulations carrie you thank you it. i think it will happen i think you know give it a try and i feel like for anyone who's always like oh i don't want a random it'll just be a random thing like Honestly, I think we both thought it was a random thing. And like, here we are almost two years later. So you never know. That's so crazy. I can't believe it's been almost two years. Yeah, that's crazy. But here we are. You've been in quarantine with your SO. And I'm sure that he's been traveling with you throughout the four different locations. So how's it going for you and Nico? Um, 
so we haven't been with each other constantly which i kind of think is a good thing i think i don't know how these people are quarantining with significant others 24 7. i think it's been good but when we've been together a good amount of the time and we've definitely had some like little spats i'll probably admit that most of them were due to me being moody i think the quarantine has like gotten to all of us a little bit obviously so nice to have someone and who's like my friend and my boyfriend and like just be able to hang out with and make it as good as it can be being stuck inside pretty much all right. day, every day and also someone that shares a common interest mm-hmm. you guys are both going to be doctors that is a power so, couple your kids are going to be set okay i want to be your kid it's good that you guys are both pursuing the same career path but at different times no, I 100% agree. And like, especially in like a grad school or a med school where things are so competitive and like you're taking yeah. the same test, you're taking the same everything. I definitely can see how that could be a worse situation. How did you get Nico to come and hang with our friends? Because our friends are kind of crazy. We're all over the place. Um, He was probably like excited and intimidated. And so was I. I tried to <laughs> the rundown, like, this is this person, this is this person. So we wouldn't be like overwhelmed off the bat. He literally met like so many of our friends that weekend at the Hamptons. And I just feel like we both wanted to get to know each other's friends, like, because he's so busy and does like his time is not his own. That like when he could go out, he wanted to go out and have like a good time. And our friends definitely are a good time. So who wouldn't want to join that? So true. True. Would you say, Carrie, that you hang out with his friends more often or vice versa? Or is it like about equal? I think it's different. And I think it's about equal. Like between like all his friends, high high school friends, college friends, med school friends, I feel like I see them all, but in different ways. He lives with a bunch of his med school friends. So when I go over, it's like I'm normally seeing some of them and hanging with them. But we've definitely gone to parties and things like that with both his home and college friends. And I think he's come to a good amount of things with my home friends and you guys and school friends. So I think we both are. It's like pretty equal for the most part, I think. Wow. This is all very ideal and sounds too good to be true. But I'm happy for you. Oh, stop. (laughs) No, no. Every relationship has problems, guys. Don't worry. I mean wait a minute like he was even watching siesta key with us like two weeks ago on tuesday i like happy to be watching siesta key i want to put that out there boys will pretend they are so anti-reality tv pretend like they hate everything and then the minute you're not there turn around and watch it carrie besides uh siesta key what have you been doing to keep yourself busy and also given that you're wrapping up work and you will be moving to california in a month what do you plan to do um, so my plans definitely got kind of messed up because of coronavirus, as I'm sure a lot of people had, but I was originally planning on stopping work in May and then just doing a lot of traveling this summer. I'm honestly taking a lot of this time to just like relax. Once med school starts, I'm going to be so busy and overwhelmed and I'm just oh, really yeah. taking this time to just like focus on me and like hang, see friends you know Carrie like who you're living with in Sacramento is it so it's funny you ask that because it's been something I'm dealing with now so I'm like a little torn on the situation would love to get your guys's input actually yeah go for it Um, that's what we're here for so on one hand I might get a one-bedroom apartment um so there's like pros and cons to it one is like I'm 25 and part of me wants to live alone and like have my own space I don't mean this badly but like med school is full of a lot of people who are not the most like 
social and sometimes normal and I'm not saying I'm the most normal person no I hear you there's just like kind of a stigma and it's a little true of like people just not being as social and as outgoing and I'm a little nervous decide to live with someone for the year from like one or two Facebook conversations where I'm really not able to like get to know them or sense them as a person I absolutely think you should live with people because I would be so lonely but I think you should definitely have roommates I'd say more than one just in case you get like a crazy case um you can have some backup options because I don't know how easy it is to like make friends in med school like you're gonna be studying a lot of time go find a couple of people and like interview them be like hey I'm looking for a roommate and honestly if you find no one fuck it then just don't room alone that's like your backup option that's my two cents I agree. I think it would be good to live with people if you find someone that you like, that you think you could be good roommates with. That being said, I I feel like we've had a lot of friends in med school, and I have a lot of friends that you guys don't know that are in med school, and all of them have made really, really, really good friends in med school because you're kind of surrounded by people, and you're all in the same boat, and it's very easy to get to talking and start meeting new people. So I definitely wouldn't be worried about living alone affecting your ability to make friends or like you feeling kind of lonely but I just think that for your own sanity having kind of like a safety net and having someone to come home to might be nice yes I definitely agree with all of those points I'm just like uh I had I've actually one girl messaged me she seemed pretty normal I showed her to Nico he agreed no yeah I just want like a roommate who like it's just like chill and social and also like will want to take a break from the med school life and not just be like studying 24 7 even though we all will like Friday night we might need to like go to a bar all right Carrie so hopefully it's been helpful you're gonna have to keep us posted on the roommate selection process but I guess just a fun last question what's your quarantine routine if you give us a quick like two minute pitch or even one minute this is gonna set okay i'm gonna do it from when i was working um quarantine routine so i would wake up like eight ish first thing coffee straight away i can't do anything till i have like at least one (laughs) cup probably two and then i would just like wash my face brush my teeth i'm gonna be honest most days i did not change out of my pajamas i'm sorry and then i would work i normally worked like nine to like five ish it was pretty chill because obviously as a clinical researcher it's very hard to do clinical research remotely so I had very normal hours I tried to work out a little bit in my tiny apartment sorry to my downstairs neighbor (laughs) and then I normally am like either like facetiming friends talking to my parents doing something and like we'll make dinner good about trying to cook for myself more and then I just like watch TV or like read a little and do something. And then I often am up way too late, but like that's a very chill quarantine day of my life in the city. Thank you so much for coming on today. We love chatting with you. It's always so much fun. Can't wait to be with you very shortly. But any last things you want to tell the listeners out there? Well, first off, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a blast. Honestly, it feels like just another conversation at a pregame. So everyone should just know this is really authentic. Last words for the listeners. I hope everyone is staying healthy and sane. Please wear your face masks. They're really important. Wash your hands. I don't know. Make sure everyone's reaching out. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your friends and your family. And do your thing, guys. And... And if you have any tips for sex 
Sacramento and or know people that live there, please send them our way. Yes, please.